28 years. Come on up, Robert. Not quite a build up. Nice. <laughs> I live up to it. So I won't let you down. I'm way up here too. <laughs> Hi everybody at home. Um, so yes, my name is Robert Pleasance. I'm 54 years old and uh, I'm a graduate of these trainings 28 years now. As Robin said, back then I played golf for a living. Um, for some of you guests, the first time I came to an evening like this, well I thought I was coming to a date. <laughs> I met a young lady on a Friday night and she started talking to me about what I wanted in my life. And it was really a deep and meaningful conversation. It really was great. Um, it wasn't like most of the conversations I ever had in a bar type setting. And so uh, I asked her out. She wouldn't go out with me on Saturday or Sunday. But she said, if you come to this meeting on Monday, um, I'll go out with you after the meeting. You know, I thought it was Amway or you know, water filters or something like that. <laughs> I come to the registration like you did out there in the lobby and, and everybody's getting their name bags and they're all hugging one another and I'm thinking, all right, this doesn't look like Amway. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, and uh, oh, and by the way, she's got three other guests who are also men. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I've gotten myself into. Um, I've sat down right around here in the middle of the front row or the second row so I could run out of here if I needed to. Um, and we started. And two hours later, I was enrolled in these trainings. And it was the best decision I ever made in my life. So uh, we're going to give you a little taste of the work that we do here at Choice Center. Um, congratulations to you guests for being here tonight. Thanks for coming. Um, uh, graduates, thank you always for being here tonight, participating with us, and bringing your guests. Those of you at home, uh, wherever you happen to be on live stream, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is going to be a couple of hours, just so everybody knows. It's an interactive night. So tonight, um, how many guests knew this was interactive? Let me see your hands if, if you thought it was interactive. Someone told you this was interactive. <laughs> okay. If they didn't tell you, surprise. <laughs> we'll make it easy for you. The interaction, we won't make it really, really difficult. We'll only sing up for you on the stage a couple of times tonight. Maybe a couple of tap dances in the back. Uh, but no, we'll make it really, really easy for you. Okay? Um, so, this is an opportunity for you to uh, interact and to learn tonight, uh, to get a taste of the work that we do here at Choice Center. We're not going to do the trainings per se, but we're going to give you a real good flavor of it tonight. You get a good taste of what it is that we do here at Choice Center. Uh, and you also, guess, I'm sure your friends and family brought you because they want you to do this too. So if you want to enroll at the end of the night, if you see value here and you see this is an opportunity for you, you can certainly say yes, you can certainly say no, and you can certainly say, well, maybe. Okay, so those are options for you. Just know that up front, all right? So they brought you because they wanted you to do this. So you can certainly do that at the end of the night. So, let's see. With that said, um, we got everything kind of set up. Those of you at home, tonight we're going to be working, um, we're going to do some writing in our exercises tonight. And so, if while I'm getting started here, you might want to go find five individual sheets of paper and something to write with. That will help you greatly. The folks here, you don't need to worry about under your chairs right now. Okay, I don't want anybody to be distracted in here. We've got workbooks here for the folks that are here live tonight, and so they'll have something to work from. I just want to make sure you also um, have something to work on and work with when you're at home there or wherever you happen to be. All right, so there we go. We're all set up here mechanically. Let's get started. So I'd like to give you a little insight into what it is that we do here at Choice Center, how we do what we do and how the trainings work, and then we're going to jump right into our workshop tonight. All right? So Choice Center. 
Uh, Choice Center is a training a company that, that provides adult personal and professional effectiveness trainings in the domain especially of emotional intelligence. Now, back 28 years ago, we didn't have the words emotional intelligence for this. 18 years ago, we didn't call it emotional intelligence. Some books were written recently, and some people, that's kind of a buzzword out there. And so everything we've been doing, and the work we've been doing for so long, we now have a, have a, have a word or a series of words we can put on that, emotional intelligence being the, um, the best way to describe what we do. Emotional intelligence is really, my definition for it would be, um, it's my ability to become aware and conscious about how I'm wired, uh, emotionally, psychologically, uh, so that I can manage myself in all different types of situations. Um, it's also an opportunity for me to become aware uh, and conscious about other people and how they're wired, so that I can best empathize and match up with and relate to people in my life. Um, and so that's kind of my you know, shortcut Reader's Digest version, if you will, of emotional intelligence. There have been lots of studies recently done about emotional intelligence, especially in this last go-round of, of financial crisis. So lots of companies kind of were starting to fall apart, especially in the financial sector um, back in 2007, 2008. And there were other companies, though, that succeeded. And some people really started to poke holes in this. How come some companies are doing better than others? What's going on with the executive team of this company A versus this company B? You know, it used to be, you know, it, you'd get ranked in college, and college, you know, companies went after the best and the top ranked people in the various colleges that graduated. Um, what they found was that didn't always mean those people would be successful. And the people that didn't have the same type of education, sometimes not even, this, not even that level of education at all, were much more successful and, as executives in certain companies and certain organizations based on something. What was that something? And they labeled it emotional intelligence. People's ability under stress to relate and to empathize and to motivate, inspire other people. How come some people could do that and other people couldn't? And then they looked deeper. Let's look at how people parent. And so, you know, some parents handle certain situations with their teenagers um, when things are kind of a mess versus other people and how they might interact the same way. And so they did lots of research. Um, Harvard Business Review did a lot of research on this. Uh, Stanford University and Cal Berkeley, um, they've done a lot of different studies on emotional intelligence. What they found was that emotional intelligence isn't something you just get, like a diploma. It's actually, you can, you can work with and increase your emotional intelligence as you go through life. Whether you're 15 years old, like I'll be working with some teens in the next couple of weeks, um, or 80 years old, you can always work and improve your ability to, and your, your emotional intelligence quotient, if you will. Okay? So that's a little bit about EQ. Um, the way the trainings work is this. Um, real quickly. What we do from trainings is... Um, we talk a lot and we shine a spotlight on beliefs. You and I have beliefs. Everyone in this room was born into a pre-existing set of beliefs. Everybody follow me? No, we were born into a culture. We were born into a family, into a community, uh, into a world. And when we're born, we, we adopt a lot of the beliefs that already exist in those, in those cultures and in those families and in those communities. So you have a particular relationship with men or how men treat men, or how men treat women, or women treat women, or women treat men, based on the culture you were born into. You have maybe adopted some religious beliefs based on the culture uh, that you were born into. Um, money. Some, people, some cultures have a different relationship with money than others, based on the, the, the community or the culture you were born into, the beliefs that you adopted there. Everybody follow me so far? 
So we're born, and uh, just like the new baby, yes, that baby's going to adopt a lot of cultures of mom and dad and the family and the community, etc. Okay? She's enrolled in Gotcha. <laughs> Very good. Once she can hold her head up. <laughs> She's a new one. So, so we have beliefs that we're born into, and then life starts to happen. And what happens is we start to make up and create beliefs about ourselves in relation to the rest of the world based on the events of our lives. So who remembers their first hot, passionate kiss? <laughs> Some people aren't going to raise their hand no matter what I say. So, yeah, so a very simple version is you have that first hot, passionate kiss, and it's like, ooh, is that all there is to a house on fire? You know? <laughs> and, you, and you make up what you do about that, right? And then it could be, wow, I've got to do that again, and again and again. Yes, you make up a, a belief about yourself as it relates to whoever those people might be. Um, it could be, you know, there was a study done uh, years ago about the typical, you know, family, mom, dad, 2.2 children, um, a house in the suburbs, a dog or a cat, you know, they had the perfect description of a family, yes? And at dinner, what they found was there were nine times more negative connotations or negative language, even that some of it was verbal and some of it was nonverbal, versus positive. And so a lot of that kind of stuff helped shape our beliefs about ourselves. Yes? Some of you had parents that told you you're the best, you can do anything. And you believed that. And you've got results in your life based on that. Others, maybe you didn't have it so good. Maybe the positive reinforcement wasn't there so much. And you've been fighting that all along. So what we do is we have beliefs in our lives. And our beliefs have a lot to do with the way that we think. Our thoughts. Our attitudes. Um, our assumptions about ourselves as we relate to things in our lives. We make choices in our lives. So you and I, we make choices based on our beliefs down here. So this core down here, this foundation of our lives, impacts the way we think, the way we choose, the way we act, so actions that we take, and the results that we produce in our lives. So you in this room, you have a particular relationship with yourself based on this stuff down here. You have a particular job or career based on this stuff down here. You have a relationship with money, or a relationship with time. It's the clock, by the way. <laughs> you have a relationship about what you accomplish or not, based on this stuff in here. Some people are fulfilled by what they accomplish. Others, it doesn't matter what you do, it's never enough. Based on this stuff down here. So far, so good? Yeah. What we do in our trainings here is we shine a spotlight on this stuff. And most of it, we're not conscious about. You and I are like an iceberg. You ever see an iceberg? What you're looking at above the waterline is about 10% of the iceberg. What goes on below the waterline is a big part of the iceberg. Well, you and I are very much like that. What we're conscious about makes up about 10% of this. So I know I know about 10% of this right here. What I don't know, I don't even know, makes up the other 90%. And it impacts our lives greatly, positively and negatively. We have beliefs that support us. Some of them we know about, and some we have no idea about. And we also have beliefs in our lives that limit us. Some we do know about, and some we have no idea about. So in these trainings, what we do is we shine a spotlight on this stuff right here. Beliefs. Lots of ahas happen. Our discovery training is really about discovering and shining a spotlight on that stuff. What um, some of the some of the students here, some of the graduates here, just finished a, a powerful process called Breakthrough, where once I've discovered, 
some of these conversations that empower me or limit me in some way. Now I can do something with them. And so in the breakthrough training, what we do is we really, I mean, we kind of, it's like tilling soil. We kind of crack the soil up and kind of bust it all up and plant seeds and see what grows. So I can actually invent a new conversation for myself that might not have existed before. Once I'm aware of what was going on. For me, I'll use an example. So um, I was, prior to doing these trainings at 26 years old, I was masterful at the six-week relationship. Really, really good at it. <laughs> I would get in a relationship, and man, it'd be a hot and passionate and alive for about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd wake up one day and go, ooh. <laughs> and I'd spend the rest of the time getting out of the relationship. You know, about the time that commitment would need to be present in the relationship, that was when I'm out of here. Now, I knew this was an issue for me, because I had a belief at 26 that you're supposed to be a millionaire and married by the time you're 30. Well, I was on my way to the millionaire part, I thought. I thought. Um, but married, I knew that if I, did, if I kept doing what I was doing, I might make it six months, but I'm going to be out of this too. Because I, I just had a history of in and out, in and out, in and out of these relationships. What I learned about myself was I had a conversation or belief about commitment that just would not allow me to stay in a relationship for very long. See, I had it that commitment meant that I was giving up something. I was giving up my freedom. That I was going to be under someone's thumb. I was going to be pinned in in some way. I was going to lose myself. And so I got an aha about that in discovery. And then in breakthrough, I really got to break up all the conversations that didn't work in my life around commitment. So that when I re sat down in my chair on the Sunday, the last day of breakthrough, I was clear about using leadership to fortify my commitment to being committed, especially with all the people in my life. Does that make sense, everybody? That's kind of how we do it. So we get an opportunity to look at you know the things that work and don't work. You know, it's kind of like you stand up, you turn around, you look at yourself. So that when you sit down back in your chair at the end, you're very clear about where you're going and who I need to be and what I need to do to get there. So that's a little bit, a little Reader's Digest version, if you will, of Choice Center and what we do here. Okay? Very, very simple to put. So, um, ready to get on tonight? Yes. Yeah? Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Interacting? Yes. Doing some exercises? Yes. You know, maybe talking to some people you haven't talked to before? Yes. How about you at home? You ready? Yes. Okay, good answer. All right. So, uh, tonight we're going to call this Dream, Declare, Deliver, an eagle's view of the next 20 years, the next 20 years of your life. We're going to have an opportunity to describe it, the next 20 years, in full detail. We're going to start out 20 years and we're going to work our way back so we can actually look at the next 20 years um, uh, completely, all right, completely over this next, uh, by the time we start working on that, about 45 minutes or so on that. Okay? Let me describe Dream, Declare, Deliver, or, or define this and what we mean by this. Um, dream, declare, deliver. Dream. So, what we mean by dream, or what I mean by dream is, you and I, we envision things in the future. How many people know you do that? Yeah. You've had dreams, yes? Sometimes you act on those dreams, yes? Sometimes you have them, but you don't really act on them, also. Yeah? But the bottom line is, we have dreams, we have visions, we can envision the future. Now, what's cool about us as human beings is we are so powerful in that we can actually, and we're the only beings on this planet that can do this, we have the ability to think in the abstract. 
Remember that hallway you walk down on your way in here? Anybody, anybody know what I'm talking about? Raise your hand. Yeah. It's not in here right now, is it? No, you're having to think about it being out there. It's abstract in here right now. You can't touch it in here, yet you know it exists out there, right? Yeah. We do the same thing with our vision. As we dream, we think out there in the future. And you and I are very, very powerful in that we have the ability to create from nothing a vision. From nothing, a dream. And the minute we dream it, we can then step into it. Completely let go of the past and step into it and begin to organize ourselves from that place. Our thoughts, our actions, our choices. And we can begin to create results based on that vision out there in the future. Once I was clear, I'm getting married, then all of a sudden I started to figure out how to be the kind of person that would attract someone that want to marry me and stay married. Let's see, I'm about three weeks away from 25 years. 25 years. The over and under, the over and under on me was two years, top. <laughs> So 25, I, I beat all the odds, I guess, at that wedding, anyway. Uh, so, dream. That's our ability to make up and create from nothing the vision for our lives or the vision for us in the future. We're going to do some of that tonight. Declare. So a declaration is a speech act. It's a speech act where you declare your intention or your desire to have your vision happen. And you declare it, and a declaration is kind of like a, um, a speech act that has uh, no evidence, it's got no authority, it's got no agreement from anyone. You're basically going to make something happen because you say so, which is different than a prediction, or a guarantee, or an assertion. It doesn't have a lot of evidence. Like, I'll assert that all of us at some point will probably die. We'll all someday die. I've got lots of evidence to support that. Probably will happen to everyone in this room. <laughs> well, that's a downer, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's got evidence to support it. But if I'm going to live forever, <laughs> that's got no evidence. No authority, no agreement, yes? That'd be a big dream, and I would want to, in declaring that, just because I said so, would require me to get doing some fancy dancing about who I need to be and what I need to do to get there. Yes? Okay, so declaration is a way to put yourself verbally on the hook for having your dreams turn out, stating your desire, and deliver. So the deliver part is where you act. You take action, consistent, 100% aligned with your vision and your declaration, your intention, your desire. So I act consistently with what I said. How many by when? I put timelines on things. I put my whole heart, body, and soul 100% into everything that I do, matching up with and aligned with my dreams, my vision, my declarations, so that I start to collect evidence and results in my life that are consistent with what I said I was going to do. Everybody following so far? Does that make sense? Dream, declare, deliver, the three Ds. And tonight we're going to take this even further. We're going to take an eagle's view look 
into your next 20 years. And so I'm going to ask that you work with me here just a moment using your imagination. Imagine yourself 20 years from now. So as you look at me, be thinking about yourself 20 years from now. You might have a couple more gray hair, some of you. Maybe a whole different color hair, some of you. Your body style might be, or shape might be a little different than it is today. It might be rounder or narrower. You probably won't get taller. <laughs> Although we've got a few young people in the room. Maybe you will. We'll grow spurt before you're done. But think about yourself down there 20 years down the road. And imagine yourself looking in a mirror 20 years from now. Now this is where you want to use your imagination a little even more. So imagine you today in this chair being able to reach through that mirror and hold the hand of the person looking in the mirror 20 years from now. That's you. Everybody follow? As you hold their hand, what do you want to acknowledge them for? How they've been out there in the world the last 20 years? What have they accomplished? What are they proud of? What are you proud most of as you hold the hand of yourself 20 years down the road as you reach through that mirror? What would you acknowledge yourself for in the way that you were in relationships with people? How did you handle the ups and downs of the last 20 years? The marriages and the births and the deaths of family and friends? What were some of the things career-wise that you accomplished? What did you achieve? What would you acknowledge yourself for? How well prepared were you for the last 20 years? How did you educate yourself? How did you continue to grow yourself? Or as you reach through there, maybe the opposite could be true. That like inertia, you just kind of existed through the last 20 years. And circumstances kept getting in your way. Hurdles kept getting there. You never quite got to what you thought you really, your, your big dreams were. And maybe as you look over there and you hold those hands, there's some regret. Maybe you want to tell yourself a story. Or make an excuse about what did or didn't happen. We're all going to have that conversation someday. Do you know that? All of us in this room, or nearly every single person in this room, is one day going to be looking in a mirror 20 years from now. And when you look in that mirror, what do you want to reflect back on in these last 20 years? How do you want to reflect back on your life? What do you want to be proud of? What do you want to acknowledge? That's what we're going to be doing in this next part of tonight. We're going to do an exercise about you describing in detail your next 20 years so that we can then begin to look and see how things today relate to 20 years from now and then give you an opportunity to begin to make declarations to take on what you get to take on to create the life that you say is important 20 years from now. So, underneath your chairs, there's a clipboard and a pen. Now, before you do anything with that clipboard and pen, what I'm going to ask you to do in a moment is I'm going to say go, and um, I'm going to ask that you pair up with one other person. Now, it can be someone that you uh, you knew before you came. It can be someone you not you didn't know before you came. Yes, I'd ask that you look for someone with a blue name tag that's a graduate. 
All right, so I know some of you brought more than one. You got like three or four guests right here. Maybe find a grad to work with, okay? We've got some extra grads in the room, it looks like. So maybe we can do that. But you can certainly work with some of your own guests if you choose to do that, okay? So in a moment, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask that you get yourself in what we call around here a seated diet. So, um, Malia and J Matt, can you guys bring your chairs up here and show these folks what a diet looks like? Very simple. That's a diet. It's a great word for that. So, <laughs> notice that they're, they're just kind of sitting there looking at one another, and from this place, they can do some work. When we first get in our diet, I'm going to give you some instructions about some things that I'm going to ask you to talk about before we do some writing. All right, we're going to write too. All right, so you'll actually do some writing in your diet. You and your diet partner are going to get really, really intimately uh, connected to the next 20 years of your life. You'll see what I mean as we get down the road here in this exercise. Okay? So when I say go, what I'll ask that you do is um, spread yourselves all around the room. So you can use the entire room here. Make sure you've got a little bit of space so you're not right on top of another diet. You don't want to be distracted by someone else whispering in your ear on another group in another pair. Okay? Uh, so go ahead and do that now. Back to you at home. If you've got somebody there you can get a diet with on the couch or in your kitchen, do that. Um, go ahead and do that now. Thank you. Like I said, spread yourselves out, use the whole room. Grads, look for gas. Gas, look for grass. <laughs> <laughs> So we're looking for. Nothing to distract you or get in the way. 
And if you would turn back to your partner, make eye contact with them. Yeah, look at them, not at me. For some news, it'll be the first, first interactive thing. You'd rather be on the stage singing than actually looking at someone you didn't know before you came here. Okay, just stop talking. All right, so here's what I'm going to ask that you do. You and your partner are going to create a dialogue. Now, a dialogue is a conversation that builds on itself. That's what dialogue means. And so you're going to have a dialogue with this person. And that means both of you get a chance to talk. Now, guess, let me tell you something about our graphs. If you let them talk, they'll, they'll talk the whole time. All right? They love to talk. And they've done lots of this type of activity, so they know how it works. So grads, let the guests talk also, all right? So when we get started, I'm going to ask that you both take a couple of minutes each and begin to talk about 20 years from now. I'm going to ask that you give yourself permission tonight to dream. For many of you, you'll be making stuff up. Now, here's what's true about what we, where we make stuff up from. Remember I said 90% of our thinking and our beliefs and our consciousness is below the waterline? You and I are completely unconscious many times about what's going on and what's choosing for us. So when I say make stuff up, guess where that stuff will get made up from? Somewhere probably below the waterline that you weren't conscious about before walking in. Give yourself permission tonight to really dream. To dream big. To really blow it out. Think about your life. Think about where you'll physically be located 20 years from now. I don't know is not a good answer. <laughs> you are here tonight doing Eagles of you. Game planning the next 20 years. I don't know does not get to happen tonight. You've got to figure it out. And so challenge yourself. Roll your sleeves up tonight and really work together as you look into the next 20 years. Where will you physically be located? What will you look like? Who will you be related to? Maybe some of you will be married. Maybe some of you will be grandparents or parents. Maybe some will be finishing up uh, PhDs. Where did you go to school? What were your degrees in? Where will you be working? What will be so for you personally and professionally? What kind of career will you have in 2036? What will be your income level? <laughs> Think about your accumulations or possessions. What will be some of the items that you'll accumulate over 20 years? What will be some of the things you'll possess in 20 years? How will you be thought of in your community, in your family, in the world that you live in? What will your achievements be? Will you have written books or had articles written about you? Think about the world we'll live in 20 years from now. It's going to happen very, very quickly, ladies and gentlemen. I truly believe that the world will be a very, very tiny place in 20 years. That our economy will completely be global. That our job market will be completely global. We won't get to play just by ourselves anymore as a country. Technology, where will we be? Think about it. 20 years from now, 2036, 240 months away. What will be so about your life? Give yourself permission in this next couple of minutes, back and forth, just to share. Start to, to dream. Start to define the next 20 years.
Make sure both of you get a chance to go, guess and grass. On your mark, get set, start talking. Go. <laughs>
Okay, take one more minute. One more minute with your partner. Money's never been my big thing. Keep going. As long as I have some, I'm happy. <laughs> That'll be part of that, yeah. I'll be coexisting with other readers. Yeah, that's basic. That's, that's the gist of it. It's kind of useful. My prison ministry was in prison. My dad became a Christian in prison. So that's, that means a lot to me. My wife is really into it. So she moved to children. So they want to feed children back home. Teach mothers how to be good parents, better parents in terms of health. Once in a while, do this. Take a couple days off, and then come back again. Simple life. So, uh, what is your question? Well, in some ways, I'm younger than the answer. Well, I'm sure you're going to be here. Because we have a heart in the Philippines, we're still going to trust God. Every year, my wife said, we go back to the Philippines. Promise me that every year, every, uh, every year, either they're here visiting or I'm visiting there. Okay, so if you would, just find a place to stop. All of you at home, if you'll just find a place to stop your discussion, wherever you happen to be. Put a period someplace on the last sentence. Okay, so what I'd like to do is open up the floor a little bit for some sharing. Okay, and when I ask who would like to share, just raise your hand and uh, we'll come around and, and uh, we'll hand you a microphone so you can share a little bit. Um, what you're going to be sharing about is, uh, think about what's the most important thing that you communicated that you'll be doing 20 years from now, or you'll be being 20 years from now. What was a highlight for you? Um, we want to kind of prime the pump for this next part. We're going to go into doing some writing in just a little bit, but I want to prime the pump here with some sharing. So, um, we'd like to share. What are you going to be doing 20 years from now? What will you be? Yeah, right here. You can stand up, please. Uh, I would say that it seemed to me um, one of my biggest accomplishments or things that I would be involved with in 20 years would be with my kids, which I had three and a half. Because there was starting three and then I made four. Okay, so, so you were in the middle of a fourth one? I don't know. <laughs> 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 and I came up with like four names. Got it. And so you got three kids. Um, you don't have any right yet? No. Okay, so they'll, they'll all be, how old will they be in about 20 years from now, do you think? Probably. The oldest will be? Right, like 18. Okay. And then maybe like 16, and we'll go like 11. So you're going to get started pretty soon. <laughs> oh, very good. Now, do you have a person to um, work with on this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, work with I'll be, I got to I'll be 20 years married. Okay. Now, has it has... That person shown up in your life yet? Yes. Okay, so you know who the person is? They, he, yes, we've been, I'll be 30 years together at that point. So we've been oh. together 10 years now. Okay. Good, give her a hand, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let the guests go first. That means risk takers. All right. Here you go. 
Hi everybody, my name is Karen and 20 years from now I will have multiple nonprofit organizations where we focus on fighting towards obesity and educating our youth of the importance of a healthy lifestyle. I will have a family, I'll be married, I will have three kids, accidentally four. <laughs> <laughs> You never know, things happen. <laughs> um, and that will be the fit mother. So, yes. Great, thank you. Great. <laughs> Let's have some other risk takers out there. Yes, George Rag, Sergio. Okay. Mike, you had your hand up over there too, didn't you? Sure did. Okay, I'll come back. Uh, my name is Sergio. In 20 years, uh, I see a legacy. I see me building up a legacy with my family. Uh, with my kids, Even, uh, you know that that business that I want that I'm doing for them to be able to uh, to join me uh, and be able to have that nonprofit that I've always wanted to have. Uh, and so you have a business. You're, yes. you're, you've got you've already got that business going now. Got it going now. So you keep creating it so yes. that they can jump into the business as well. Yes, they can, they, that would be their they, that would be their, uh, their 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 business as much as it is mine. You know, so they have that opportunity to uh, to build a, a, a legacy among our family. Got it. So the family be together as well as, as creating. Yes, grandkids. Maybe. Maybe. But that's 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 my dream. That's uh, to have them involved in my life at all times and to be able to give them that option to to dream with me. How will you be known? How will Sergio be known twenty years from now? Not just with your family, but all in your community. How will you be known? As a giver. As a, someone uh, compassionate that uh, that gave back as much as he was given, and even more so, uh, to be able to give back much more and save uh, save those that need to be saved and, and give a voice to those that don't have one. Rose, thank you. Twenty years from now, I want to hear those. <laughs> so twenty years from now, I would have. Uh, Build 8,000 houses, um, farm about 100,000 acres, taken two companies public, two patents, um, and a homeless shelter built in Las Vegas. Gotcha. Now, will you have any time for your personal life? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Did that come up in conversation? No. Okay. So, as we go through this tonight, you might want to begin to look down that avenue, too, because I think what you said is great, but I know you, yes? And you are all about the business world. Yeah. So, of course, you're going to have big, you know, robust dreams out there in the future. Um, but, you know, make sure, and as I speak to Michael, I'm speaking to everybody here. We want to make sure and balance ourselves, yes? Yeah. So that you don't wake up 20 years from now going, huh, well, I've got all this around me, but I feel empty. Because there's no people, perhaps. Yeah? Yeah. Great. Thank you. Give my hand. Hi, I'm Ara. I just graduated breakthrough recently and I see myself in 20 years having a family with four kids living up to my grandfather and maybe five I'm open. <laughs> I have a big family. I adopt kids if, if I have the opportunity to and live, live up to what Jeffrey does have 13 kids in his family inspiring and to be on an island that is run by a choice center and have <laughs> 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 
where where we can have our own jets and fly and that's that's where I'm at is Will you invite me? I'll be 74, but I'm just getting started. The bottom line is to hold each other's hand and wrap a circle around the No, that's a dream. Great dream. That's my goal, is to make everybody understand being one. No matter how many ears or eyes you have, or if you're a living thing, to understand and to bring that love and share, and in 20 years we're going to get there. I'll, I'm going to definitely be a part of it. Great. Thank you. So, so, so I'm a guest, and uh, I'm a simple man, so 20 years, hopefully she give me our grandkids. <laughs> yes, uh, I'll all be wearing gowns. <laughs> Well, anyway, um, like I told Mark, by the way, Mark's uh, my middle name, so we, we bonded right off the bat, right? <laughs> um, so I already did my career. I'm a 23-year uh, military veteran. I retired already. Thank you. So uh, that was really one thing I really wanted to do, you know, as, as a kid. So I did my college thing and said, ah, I'm going to go the army way. So I did that for 23 years, survived our friends from Iraq. Um, I want to see in 20 years. And she hears this once in a while from, from, from mom also, her mom. Um, that we would have a location, a compound, an area where we would be a ref, uh, refuge for tired pastors and their wives, the poor ones all over the Philippines. Because we want to be in the Philippines, and uh, that's, that, that's, that's not, not negotiable. We will be in the Philippines uh, sooner than 20 years after. And uh, my wife was a site clinician, has a really hard right now for children that, that are impoverished. So we want to develop that legacy of helping communities and the, and the wife and the mothers and the fathers for, uh, for taking care of kids. And I have a heart for people who are, who are in prison because my dad became a Christian in the, in the prison. And I want to extend that also in terms of ministry uh, to, uh, to people in the, uh, the prisoners. And uh, money is important, but not that important to me, because we need resources also. But in 20 years, there will be somebody that we, staff will be working with us to continue on the legacy of, of doing the same work. And uh, she'll be visiting with us. With her kids? Oh, yeah, because we're, our location is on the beach. And we by the beach by Boracay. And um, we'll be back and forth in that. So, great. And you <laughs>
page says 20 years okay the top page says 20 years all right for those of you at home in a moment we're going to hold this up so that you can all read it all right and then you can work from this page that we hold up so you're going to work on one page at a time all right this is the process and it's actually there's a method to this okay so just work on one page at a time once we're complete with page one which is 20 years then I'll say stop then we'll go to page two and we'll work on page two together as a group. I'll say stop, and then we'll go to the next page and so on and so forth. Okay, there's actually method to the madness. All right, so uh, 20 years from now, what will be the date 20 years from now where it says date? It'll be March 15th. What year? 2036. So that's what you're going to put right there on that. And then what it says below that, your instructions. Describe yourself and your circumstances 20 years from now. Actually become present and stand in the future at the date written above. Please use the entire page. You can use the front and back of this page if you choose to, all right? As you write down what will be so about your life, um, you'll have an area about possessions and accumulations. That would be like accumulations of monetary accumulations or wealth in some ways. Um, stocks, those types of things. It could be homes, it could be cars, it could be accumulations, things that you accumulate, things that you possess over, over a 20-year period. Your job or position, title, what kind of income you'll have at that time. Um, your relationships, who are the people around you? Um, what are your awards or achievements or accomplishments? What's your location? What is the type of work you're doing? What are your hobbies and activities? What are you enthusiastic about? Who are you and how are you known out there in the world, with your family, with your friends, in your community? How do you think about yourself? This is an important one. What are your thoughts about yourself 20 years from now as you look in that mirror? And then lastly, what books or articles or speeches have you written? Anything you may have published? All right? So what you get to do now is take five minutes. You've already begun a dialogue on this, and now you want to put pen to paper. It'll add another dimension to this. Um, if, you, uh, if you can, do it in English, okay? I know we've got some people who are bi and some trilingual people here in the room. Um, if you can, do it in English, that's best, and I'll, there's a reason for that later on. Um, you'll see what I mean. So if you can, do it in English. If you can't, um, we understand. And, um, and that'll just be a different opportunity when that next time comes to, to, to read this stuff. So, um, but do it in English if you can. Um, those of you at home, what we're going to do in just a moment is we're going to hold this up on front of the screen so that you can see it. And um, then you can work from this as well. Okay? Um, so does everybody know what you're doing? So when I say go, this is between you and you now, okay? So it's not, a, it's not a, a tandem activity this time. This is just between you and you. Be detailed. Be specific, okay? So one and two word answers are okay, but you can do a lot more than that. So really be as specific and as detailed as you allow yourself to be, 
alright? And we'll take, like I said, about five minutes on this first page, and the subsequent pages will go much faster, okay? But really spend time and detail the 20th year mark. Do that now. Go. 20 years?